Hey, this is Matt Rail, and I'm sitting dockside with my Tennessee buddy, Troy Goldsby. We're going to take some time and try to answer some questions from you. Welcome to Sitting Dockside. This podcast is for people who dig ponds and lakes as much as we do. On this podcast, we're going to bring the most knowledgeable people from all over the country. Talk about wildlife, fisheries, lake construction, lake management. Sit them down, hang out, and just talk some shop. I'm your host, Matt Rail. I've been working with lakes and ponds for over 20 years, and during that time, I've picked up on a ton of tips and tricks from lake and pond owners all over the country. So if you want to learn how to catch some smiles for your kids and grandkids off your lake, or how to grow some memories off your pond, then come sit with us, sitting dockside. I'm in the bed of my truck. I'm, we're overlooking. This is Wayne County, Tennessee, people. Wayne County at the headwaters of 48 Creek. Yeah. It's 48 Creek because the Natchez Trace crossed there, and it was 48 miles to Florence and 48 miles to Columbia, Tennessee. Florence, Alabama, Columbia, Tennessee. Beautiful. God's country right And here. you said what crosses there? The Natchez Trace Parkway. Used to. The old Natchez Trace Parkway crossed here back when they were using horses and wagons. Uh, now there's a paved road, you know, down here in the big city, we have paved roads right. and, uh, it was the original military road from Nashville to Southern Mississippi. Do you ever get like a depth finder out there? And... Uh, well, I think a depth finder requires water. Oh, I mean, uh... <laughs> yeah, you're a depth finder at Elbet in the Creek. No, I mean, uh. <laughs> yeah, we we'll hear that one for no, a while. I, I have wanted, I have wanted to use a metal detector for a long time, and I never had. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, those are two. Those are two different things. One right. checks the depth of the water. One checks for metal. You know what? So, no wonder why I have never found anything at the beach. <laughs> I've been dragging my boat up and down that beach, and it has not showed up one thing. Oh my goodness, that's great! You, you you're <laughs> never living that down ever. I, I will tell you something interesting that is going on this week. Yeah. Um, as I scratch my ankle <laughs> on camera, <laughs> um, electrical resistivity imagery. That's I don't a lot, know of a lot about it. It is. I don't know a lot about it yet, but it is a way to check for leaks, core trenches, and keyways out of lakes to check to see if you have, if you're losing water too rapidly. It's a very cool process, or so it seems, and uh, we're currently doing that on a lake that I manage. So, two paraphrasing, if the lake leaks, this is a way to find out where and how much you're leaking, right? So if you've got a guy that uses the witching rods, this is probably a little bit more scientific than that. Yes. <laughs> it shows you if, if it shows you if there's a fissure, if there's water running through it and how deep it is in the ground and where it is in the ground. So yeah, pretty cool. Electrical resistivity imagery. Man, I don't know if I can say that for a while. Electrical resistivity imagery. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it fast. But the lead in we're going to have this guy on the show, right? Uh, I haven't asked yet, but yeah, he'll do it. Well, when he hears, when he hears this podcast, he's going to have to do it now. I'm, I'm going to personally send it to him as soon as it's done. So yeah. Hey, leaky pond guy. There's the a company secret. name. The, the company name is GeoView. 
and they do all kinds of cool stuff with i mean i like find huh i like leaky pond guy leaky pond guy aka geo view they can they can look for sinkholes leaks power lines on your property if you don't know they're there that are buried all kinds of stuff it's really cool yeah well leaky pond guy there's a there's a podcast for you in the future leaky pond guy i'm gonna send it to you so speaking of this week i have got now this is the we're just coming off the longest daylight periods of the year headed into fall and i bet i have six text messages couple calls of people looking out at their ponds and they got an oil slick on them or they're filled with bubbles. I know what that is. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> good, good lead in. The, uh, well, it decomposes and cell walls are made of wax. They would decompose making oil and hence that's why we can make diesel fuel out of oil or algae. Sorry. And you can make it out of oil too if you want, but then, uh, but then you can. That's why algae is such a good, good host for making diesel fuel because it has lots of oils. And as these things decompose, when and decomposition increases for every ten de- ten degrees, get this: for every ten degrees you change, decomposition doubles. Do you know that? I did not. So for every 10 degrees Fahrenheit that we go up from 80 to 90, decomposition doubles. Doubles. And it's 10 degrees C, by the way. So it'd be a little bit more. Oh. uh, So, like, if you have cold, it's energy, right? It's Heat is energy. So if you have cold iced tea, you put an ounce of sugar in there, and it doesn't go into solution. So you're the way you have to use it, the energy is your arm. You really got to stir it. That's the energy input to make that right. digest. But if you put it into hot tea, there's so much energy with heat. So therefore you don't have to stir it. Does that make sense? So heat, I simply, I, I really just want to know when you're going to quit your fisheries career and go be a professor somewhere. <laughs> I take back everything I ever said about you being dumb because it's not true. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, <clears throat> I wonder what the guys were saying when I was taking my boat boat up and down the beach looking for silver. <laughs> when you were walking around with a, when you just had a depth finder and a, and yeah. a fire and a little, a little thing hanging off of it. A little rants or hummingbird. I was like, dang, where's it going to be that? <laughs> a little because kid. I, listen, I've got, a, I've got a good answer for a lot of people now that I truly didn't know before just now. So, uh, yeah, I like that a lot. Well, the, and that's the thing, but here's it. Uh, also, the time period right now with the day length is that there is a lot of plants around us that time out, particularly around July 4th. Curly leaf pondweed's gone. Uh, a lot of southern naiads start to decomposition, actually start to dissipate. Uh, and so the weeds now are, are, are vegetation, I should say. It's starting to time out knowing that they're getting ready to go into winter too. So, because the daylight fall period. Some, yeah, fall senescence. That's right. Yep. So, therefore, so they are decomposing, adding to this, all this foam. Now, also with heat, because we have a warm snap going on right now. And I don't know if you knew this. Yeah, you you probably did, but you know, most people wouldn't because you know, you're in a 
Yeah. <laughs> Look, I learned something. Big foreheads hold lots of of intelligence, and I've got a large forehead. Is I'm that very right? Smart. I'm very smart, Matt. Very yeah. smart. Yeah. Come on. I think, you, I think you just combed your hair back. The. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So, as uh, where was I? Oh, heat, heat. Um, the the length of day, daylight and heat will dictate what algae species you can have during that time. Actually, you're, you you look into a pond and you see green water, but did you know that that plankton plankton that certain plankton in your water column will change depending on certain temperatures? And as you go up, especially I see it really around sixty three degrees. In aquacultures, particularly, we'll have a, a low DO snap for about 12 to 16 hours. And uh, and actually, has killed some fish in the early spring, which you had no idea, but DO will change. Actually, there'll be a spring to late summer algae, and then when things get really hot, they turn into a third type of species, and majority of those species are in darkened color. Um, and... Uh, and usually a browner color. And I don't know why. We're going to find out one day maybe why, but but uh, that's why. <laughs> that's why I, I we love, see brown. I love that scientific definition. That was yes, awesome. thank you. But uh, maybe we'll get a phycologist in here one day on the cast and, and explain to us why we see brown ponds during when we see a lot of heat. And I imagine. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I know a phycologist. Do you? Yeah, Bill Cody. Ah, let's have Bill. Bill Cody's awesome. Let's have him on. Let's do it. And yeah, there's some people with noms too that uh, that can get in here and talk about it. But yeah, uh, I measured that's water temperature. That's very measured. awesome. That's good. I mean, that's that's really good to know. I mean, the 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 cell wall decomposition changing into oil is pretty great. I love it. this podcast. Sitting dioxide is brought to you by Private Water Natural Resource Association, a nonprofit built just to educate private pond and lake owners in their water quality and fisheries and all of that good stuff there's videos there's places to read and there's a community built right into that website so if you want to learn more jump to pwnra.org and click and by all means make sure that this continues in the future podcast education video become a member if nothing else there's tons of platforms, YouTube, Facebook. Just hit like, send a comment. We appreciate everything you can do here at PWNRA.